Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. I have $100 and I give $20 to God, now I only have 80 and so my resources have been diminished by 20. No, they haven't. And this was the analogy that he gave. He said, that would be like putting $20 into a savings account and viewing that as an expense. When you put $20 into a savings account, that's not an expense, that's an investment. You're gonna earn interest on that 20 bucks. That $20 is gonna grow, it's still yours, it's gonna grow. Pastor Robert discusses the difficult topic of tithes and offerings in the church. Life is expensive, and sometimes we find ourselves unable to give an offering at church, and that's okay. What you shouldn't be doing, though, is giving when you feel pressure to do so. God wants you to give with a happy heart, not a distressed one, so pray about it and listen to what he puts on your heart. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Exodus chapter 36 and Hebrews chapter 9 as he continues his message here on Main Thing Radio. In Exodus 36, verse 4, it says, Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing. And they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing. For the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done. Indeed, too much. Wow. Now, just for the sake of integrity here, it's important to notice they were building, they were building a tent, not even a big tent, really. Okay, they were building a tent, they were gonna cover it with gold, they were doing you know all these different things, and there's a big description that we're not gonna, you know, go back and read all the details of it, but but there, there were like two million people, okay? So it wasn't like a miraculous provision. Here's what was miraculous though. This was the same bunch of people that were going to allow fear to prevent them from entering into the promised land. Do you understand that? Same bunch of people that they were, oh, but they're giants. We can't, that's just, you know, it's too big. Just trust God. No, they're giants. We can't go. But here when God said, I want you to build me a a tent and here's how I want you to do it. And here's what needs to be in it. And And so we're going to need gold and we're going to need silver and we're going to need bronze and we're going to need this fabric and we're going to need this dye and we're going to need all these different things and this wood. And they gave until there was so much that Moses had to go and say, stop giving. We got enough already. Guys, please don't bring any more. Don't bring any more. We got too much. That'd be a great problem to have. Please stop with the check writing and the offerings, man, please. You got to stop. 
But before I continue, and this is not going to be the whole message, I, I want to dig into this a little bit more deeply. I want to share something with you. But before I do that, I, I need to, to give a bit of a disclaimer or a qualifier might be a better way to put it because there's a reason that we don't pass an offering plate, not because I believe it's wrong. We never take up an offering. The reason that we never take up an offering and, and we you know, leave it between you and the Lord pretty much is, is that I've, I've just... Early on, I saw the abuses, and I was so personally impacted the first time I went to a church that didn't take up an offering. And um, for the first 10 years or, or more, probably first 15 years that we were a church, I probably talked about money on average once every two years. And to be honest, I got convicted that I wasn't teaching people about it. And so I talk about it more now than I used to. But here's the qualifier. If right now you're new to us or whatever, and, and you think, you're, you're thinking, okay, see, he's, he's, he's going to try to get in my pocket now. He's gonna, that's what Christians do. That's what churches do. He's going to try to get into my wallet. No. And if that's what's, you know, the little demonic whispering that's going on right now for you, don't give here. Please don't give here. Give it to God somewhere else. Okay. If we haven't earned your trust, if you're not convinced that, that this is where God wants you to be, that we're, you know, to be your family or that God's, you know, you know, asking you to give here, you know, if you're, if you're thinking, ah, yeah, this guy's, that's about money. No, it's not about money. It's about you and God. So don't give it here. Give it somewhere else. You understand God doesn't need anything from you. We don't need anything from you because he's the one who supplies everything we need. And we don't look to people. We look to him. We don't look to a job or we look to him. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He says in the Bible, if I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you. I don't need anything from you. Think it through. Just think it through. Okay. I'm talking logic here. Think it through. Did God need a tent in the desert? I mean, really, did he need a tent in the desert? No, of course not. What does God need with a tent in the middle of the desert? Then why did he ask them to build him a tent? Because they needed to build him a tent. They needed the tent. He didn't need a tent. He didn't need a, you know, three-foot box or whatever with the overlay with gold. He didn't, no, he didn't need any of that stuff. It was a gift to them. It was for them. In the same way that, that God doesn't need us to accomplish his plan and his purpose here in Miami Beach. God doesn't need me. He doesn't need you to accomplish his purpose. He wants to bless us, though, just like he blessed them with the privilege of participating in what he's doing in his world. You tracking with me a little bit here? Is everybody kind of understanding? This is about you trusting God. This is about your relationship with, with him. It, same thing it was for them. You know, I read a paper not long ago, an article. I thought the guy did a good job talking about these kind of things. He said, you know, most Christians have the, have the idea. We have the mindset that when we give... Our resources get reduced by the amount we gave. That's not biblical. But it, it looks that way to us because we're focused on the physical. We're focused just on what we can see and deal with. And so if I have $100 and I give $20 to God, now I only have 80. And so my resources have been diminished by 20. No, they haven't. And this was the analogy that he gave. He said, that would be like putting $20 into a savings account and viewing that as an expense. 
When you put $20 into a savings account, that's not an expense, that's an investment. You're gonna earn interest on that 20 bucks. That $20 is gonna grow. It's still yours, it's gonna grow. Do you understand that's what the Bible says about your giving to God? Now remember what I told you. If you're questioning this, don't give it here. Give it to God somewhere else. This is an investment in you. He doesn't need your 20 bucks. He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your resources any more than he needed a tent in the middle of the desert. What he does, however, want very much is for you to learn to trust him. Most of you don't. Most of you don't. How do I know that? Because I know that most of you don't give. I don't know names, okay? So don't, don't start, oh, shoot, he knows. No, no, I deliberately don't. I just know statistics. And this church is just like every other church. Statistically, most of you don't trust God. Most of you spend more on things like toothpaste than you do on the kingdom of God dog food and chewing gum than you do on the kingdom of God. Now that tells me you don't trust him because if you trusted him, that wouldn't be the case. You would want to be involved, engaged and participating with him and what he's doing in your world. In Luke chapter 12, verse 33, Jesus said, sell what you have and give alms. Why would I want to do that? He says, sell what you have and give alms. In other words, give, give gifts to, to people who don't have anything, people who need help. That's what an alm is, a gift to the poor. Sell what you have and, and give gifts to the poor. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no thief approaches, nor moth destroys. See, Jesus said that when you give to God, you're investing in your own future. Can you see that? You see, did you hear the correlation? Sell what you have, give alms, and store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Provide for yourself a purse, a money bag that, that doesn't grow old, where a thief can't get at it, nothing, a moth can't destroy it. Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Jesus said this. Again, it's Jesus. He's saying, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Now, listen, I know these things have been twisted, they've been perverted, you know, they've been abused. I get that. But don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. This is not some prosperity preacher saying this. This is Jesus. I didn't make this up. Jesus Christ said this. There's a principle here that we need to hold on to. We have examples in the Bible. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you.
Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.